Will you join me in the Party Pledge of Allegiance? I pledge allegiance to the party of the United Party of Parties, and to the party for which it stands, one party, under party, party, with party and party for all. Richard, what's up? Hey, Zach. Another week. Another week. Another week of Party, Party, Party podcast. Did you add another party in there? Or was, did you say three parties? That was three par- Party, Party, Party podcast. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> uh, have you had a pretty uh, party-centric week? Uh, yeah, I like to think so. Everything's going good. Good. All right, so um, we wanted to start off with what we thought would be a fun segment called What Would Andrew W.K. Do? And uh, the way this will work is that I'll ask the question this time, Richard, you'll answer, and then next time, next show, you can ask me the question. Does that sound good? Yeah, so I'll need to prepare a question for next time. Got it. So here's your Maybe question. This one. Yes, here's, okay. your, here's your question. What would Andrew W.K. do? Um, You've just moved from one long checkout line at the grocery store to another, only to find out that this line is going even slower. What would Andrew WK do? Okay, so um, the the assumption is made in this question that I was frustrated with the first line because it was going slow, so then I moved to the second line. That's correct. Correct? Yeah, yeah right. <clears throat> okay. What would Andrew WK do in that situation? Um <laughs> Okay, I'm getting my head inside his head, that space. Maybe, maybe, um, what would Andrew WK do? What would, what would be the most part? I think, um, what I would do as part, as a partaker of the party spirit and of, um, and in the spirit of Andrew WK, not necessarily exactly what Andrew, Andrew WK would do. Uh, what I think I would do would, you know, I'm going to go with what Andrew WK would do. I think <laughs> Andrew WK would uh, maybe um, look at the tabloids. Okay. Right? The magazine stand, you know, like uh, the impulse section of the where the cash register is. Sure. Maybe he would like, uh, he would be captivated by some of those tabloids because it's kind of like whiz, bang, pop, you know, kind of, uh, they, they get you. Uh-huh. And uh, maybe the tabloid reads something like, yeah, you know, Lizard Man eats your baby or eats some baby or something. And and I think uh, I think he'd be fascinated by that. And so he'd probably flip through that tabloid and read it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this segment's off to a great start. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's you know a, what? What? He, there's a music video and. Uh, what does he do? Does a music He's video in a checkout. Yes, I just thought of this. <laughs> it, he made a uh, a music video for "It's Time to Party," and and um, have you seen that thing where he like he's like guzzling gas at the gas station? Um, uh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. And he he's in a checkout line, and I forget what he does. I think he like checks out, buys a banana or something. So maybe I'd buy a banana. Buy a banana. That's pretty exciting. <laughs> Takes care of it. I was thinking, I like when I thought of like checkout line, my mightily, and I was thinking party, 
My line went my my mind went to conga line. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. He putting his hands out on the shoulders of the stranger in front of him and just being like, "Hey, you're in the you're in the front. Let's conga." Yeah. Okay. That would be uh would he, would you ask permission first and then touch the person? No, I think it's way more party to just put the hands on the person's shoulders and just like, hey, go for it. yeah, just go for it, yeah. Wow. Or, or the other, or, or or I could see this idea where another person comes up who's looking, who's like trying to decide which line, and Andrew just says like, no go ahead of me. And he just like perpetually stays in that. It's like, he's forcing himself to be in the longest line indefinitely. Wow. As like, as like, as like some kind of way of like transcendence of like, like those people, like those monks who meditate or like stand underneath a waterfall for like <laughs> 10 hours straight. <laughs> and after 10 hours, they reach some sort of level of enlightenment. Yeah. So it's like the same kind of enlightenment could, could happen standing at the end at the checkout line just for hours. Right. Yeah. And like after a certain point, you, he just reaches total nirvana. <laughs> exactly. It just starts to like levitate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, you took that in a whole different uh, direction I didn't even think of. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Great. I think, I I think um, I liked mine, and I liked yours. Um, I liked all of them. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> um, I think that's that's a great conclusion to that segment. Yeah. Thanks for the question. So I'll uh, I'll be thinking up some good ones. Yeah. You know what? Maybe uh maybe people can email it in some questions and then you can't read the emails. Oh, that sounds great. That's a great idea. So anyone listening, then uh, you can send some emails over my way. Yeah. A scenario Just, of like, um, maybe this is like, uh, like it's a personal pro like kind of like when, when he used to be doing those, uh, ask Andrew WK anything or whatever that was like the, the yeah. dear Abby kind of articles that he used to write kind of like that. Like <laughs> I, if, if you find yourself in a scenario and you're just like, I just don't know what to do email that in and we'll see if we can't figure out what would Andrew WK do in that scenario. And maybe that would give you an idea of what you should do in that scenario. Yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So have them send that in. That would be a, very great. We'll try to break it down. So you've mentioned before something about an Andrew WK conspiracy theory. Okay. Yeah, this is, this is uh, wow. We've already covered a lot of grounds. And we're getting to even more meat of this conversation because this is this is pretty thick stuff we're about to dive into. <laughs> so I'm not quite sure. I want you to explain it before I jump to a conclusion of what I think this Andrew WK conspiracy theory is. But I think okay. I have an idea of what it is. It's kind of this reoccurring thing that keeps haunting Andrew WK that people are assuming or something. And so uh, <clears throat> take it from here and, and fill me in on, on what is this conspiracy theory and the ramifications of it. Well, let's actually let's flip it for a second. Maybe you already know everything I'm about to say. Like, uh, so I can maybe uh, 
flesh it out a little bit more, but what have you already heard or what? Okay. I, yeah. I yeah, think, I want to know what I you think, know. I think this conspiracy theory involves the idea that Andrew WK is a double or is, uh, like has inherited this persona from someone else or that there's a different Andrew WK in that like, the Andrew WK that we know is not the same as the original one. Something along those lines. Is that right? Yep. That's right. But that's the extent of that I understand. Like, I don't know what that even means. Like, I don't understand why people would think there's more than one person named Andrew WK or if there was an original and now there's another. I don't, where does this come from and why is this even a thing? Okay. So, um, cool. That's, uh, I think that's, if people have heard of it, that's probably, uh, most of the, of what their understanding is. And, um, what I want to do is I want to throw some of these, um, things at you and then I'm not going to like immediately give what I think. I want you to maybe just off the cuff, let me know what you think about some of this stuff. And then um, maybe next episode, I'll kind of flesh out more fully what I think um, is going on. Okay, cool. Um, all right. Well, first of all, I want to preface that um, with my blog I've had for almost, I don't know, close, close to 10 years now. I've not once ever written an article about this or spoken about it. Um, even though people are emailing me or I'm communicating and I see articles, I see websites, it's just, uh, it's not like a huge, um, thing that I care about, but it is, um, part of Andrew WK history, I guess. Is is that because you are concerned with perpetuating something that's just ridiculous? Like, you'd rather just this not be a topic and it's like kind of silly. And so by writing or like writing about it just perpetuates something that's just kind of dumb or is there anything else to it? Yeah. All of the above. Okay. Yep. Cause it does seem uh, kind of dumb, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I mean, yes, I, that is my opinion. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, dumb. like these world is flat, what are they called? Flat, flat worlders or whatever? Flat earthers. Yeah. Flat earthers. This is like absurd. It's, it is absurd. So, okay. So the thing about, um, okay. So I'm just going to, I'm going to break it out for you. Okay. And to anyone else that's listening, this may be the first time you've, you've ever even heard of this. So yeah, there's people out there who think that there's this conspiracy revolving around Andrew WK and his career. And it can kind of, uh, break off into i think because there's so oh my gosh it's like a rabbit hole of content right people just spiraling these ideas and spinning them more and more crazy and it's just like this convoluted mess of ideas but the best i can figure out is i can break them down into into three categories or three different areas um which is that uh, people yeah just like you said andrew wk is a persona or he um filled the role of a previous Andrew WK. So there's, there's been two, maybe more Andrew WKs out there. Um, so there's, there's some interesting things 
to that. Okay, so that's one one aspect of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. The second aspect is there's this guy, or I should say, group of people that call themselves Steve Mike. S T E E V Mike. S T W E V Mike forever. Okay. <laughs> so Steve Mike um, supposedly is this uh well the conspiracy theories would say that it's this corporate entity that is uh controlling Andrew WK like he is like some puppet right and um it's this uh they have like this evil agenda to corrupt kids and i don't know worship satan or something i don't know what they think this the agenda of this uh this evil corporation is but um, which which bleeds into this other thing where maybe there's like people um, telling Andrew WK what to do, like what to wear, what to say in interviews. Um, even it bleeds into like the music. Like he has ghostwriters that are right creating this music for him, and Andrew WK is just a face to mm-hmm. to this whole thing. Kind of like the often criticized boy bands or Britney Spears or something where they're, they're not really musicians. They're hired because of their looks and they're mostly just like singing songs written by other people. And it's like people in suits who are orchestrating the whole thing and making tons of money while twisting their mustaches because they're duping all of these silly teenagers who like this manufactured musician. Correct. Yep. Okay. So that's the second um, umbrella, if you will. And then the third one, I kind of classify into like legal issues. So um, basically, Andrew is uh, he he's tied down by um, these contracts, and uh, he hasn't been able to do what he wants to do because of these contracts. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's basically the very short version how I can summarize each of those things. I mean, so, that, that third one doesn't. I mean, that's not that's not anything like um, conspiracy, nefarious kind of thing. That's like this is not Illuminati. That's <laughs> just uh, there's always musicians that have contract problems, right? I mean, bands right. sign deals with labels. And they agree to create three albums under the deal. And they are right. obligated if their first, let's say their first album is a huge smashing hit and they want to go a different direction, they want to change, well, they're cont- contractually obligated to fulfill their two more albums. That's not, that's possible. Yep. I mean, why couldn't, I'm sure Andrew could have signed a deal with the record label initially, created his first two albums or his third album, or maybe he wanted to change things and he couldn't. And he had to hold out. Like we kind of talked about this in our first episode. He potentially had to hold out for 15 years before his contract expired until he could create a new album. Otherwise, there's really kind of no explanation as to why he waited so long to make more music. I'm not going to say, I'm going to, yeah. I, um, yep. <laughs> I, um, I mean, it's an op, it's a possibility, right? It's not like, I don't know. Yeah. And the thing is, here's my point is that those first two kind of, want to bring Andrew WK down or want to cast him into a 
um, poser, that's not the right word, or like some kind of negative light. Whereas that third one is just like, oh, that's a bummer that he's like got contract issues with his record label. Like that doesn't make Andrew WK worse or, or some kind of uh, a tool or working for the man or something. So, so this is, this has been my way of breaking down, um, extremely confusing, like pair, like paragraphs that have no breaks in them, like just 3000 <laughs> words uh-huh. of, of text uh-huh. that have no breaks. And, um, I'm trying to make sense of things. This is the best way I can do it, but it's, it's not so clear cut when you're reading through that, um, garbage of content. So what if I told you this? What if Andrew was the one that was perpetuating the rumors that he was in these legal, um, he, he was having these legal issues. Like he himself was the one that was saying he was making these, um, these issues up when there actually is no issue. Huh? Well, I'm trying to think about a motive behind doing that. Uh, and I suppose any kind of, it's kind of like any kind of news is good news or like, I suppose just starting something that gets people to talk about things like what, I don't know why he would do that. Like what, how does that benefit him? I guess. Yeah. It doesn't make sense when looking at from that, like, I don't know why that would help him gain listeners, sell more albums, become more popular. I don't know how that fits in. It doesn't seem like that helps him. Yeah. So there's, there's the information. Okay. And, uh, you can digest it. So you're, what do you think about what do you think about like the um, <laughs> some of them? Yeah, it's just so I don't even know how to like talk about this without just well, yeah, writing a card and saying how ludicrous this is. Some of it just sounds like trolling, right? Yeah, this is like this will be funny. I'll I'll just troll this ridiculous thing and just like get people angry, like you're in, you know, like a old school AOL chat room and you just showed up and want to just like start fights <laughs> with people. Yeah. See, I, I can't even like, I can't even, I, I guess I'm presenting this information to you as if I am one of these conspiracy theorists, but it's like, I can't even make comments in their frame of mind because it's so insane to me. Like, how do people think this way? You know, like right. I can't even, I can't even state my opinion, like a fake opinion about it. Cause it's just, I just don't, so the thing about like conspiracy theories to me is just they're just they're, there's elements of truth to practically uh, I would say almost any conspiracy theory. Sure. But it's like it's just ridiculous to me the concept. It's like they fill in holes, right? They fill in pieces of the puzzle without any evidence for those pieces. Like if I was like for um let's say I uh, I don't know. Let's say I go like I go to Taco Bell and I buy a burrito, right? Mm-hmm. And I leave and I come back. Well, you know I was here and you know I went to go to Taco Bell and I bought a burrito. But what about all that time in between, right? Like what about those where was I, you know, in and, and, and then they just fill their own story. They just plug their own story in that. Space. Right, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just it's just uh it's just it's nonsense. Yeah, it does seem like nonsense. And I don't really see, uh, I, I really, honestly, I feel like a lot of it's trolling. And 
Um, I don't see the value in it. Although that's coming from my perspective, I've never really gotten into reading like, you know, most magazines, like you just go to the grocery store and you go to the magazine rack, they're all like interviews with celebrities. And, you know, I, I've never been very interested in reading about what George Clooney thinks, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Or like, uh, you know, what is Ryan Gosling up to? Or what does he think about things? It's like, I've, and like, you know, like the Colbert show or, uh, you know, late night and stuff, those late night talk shows. I always watch like up until the interviews start. And then it's like, well, that's now it's boring, you know, like, so that, yeah. from my perspective, I just like have never been one to be super interested in, um, the, the opinions or the real life version of X celebrity. Andrew WK is a little bit different because he spends so much of his time talking about things and doing things besides music. And like, I just like the stuff that he talks about and, and sings about and like, he's got a taco guitar. And he started the uh, political party called the Party Party. And he goes on speaking tours. And, you know, he writes these articles for magazines. And it's like all, all these kinds of stuff that's like, there's so much stuff to consume. Like, why bother with weird, with weird conspiracy theories that are just like bizarre? Yeah, I, I'm on board with you. So why don't we do this? Let's, uh, let's kind of... Um... We'll leave. We'll, we're going to dive in the next episode deeper into this uh, conspiracy theory, and I'm going to attempt to not debunk it, but uh, give my opinion on on all these things and and uh, kind of flesh out why what I think about them. So um, the other the other thing about one last thing though with uh, just conspiracy theories in general, one thing that I always think about is like how how much trust do these conspiracy theorists have in human beings? Like I, I feel like I go to Taco Bell and the person can't even take my order. Right. You know, like human error. Can people can't even take my, get my Taco Bell order. Right. So how can the, <laughs> like, how can human beings, and we're talking like massive corporations with hundreds of individuals inside of them all keep this grandiose secret. And it's just like, presented flawlessly to the public and uh yeah like no there's no whistleblower that comes out and say hey i know what's going on. and it's just like this thing that's been going on for he he broke out in 2001 you know and it's now 2017 okay so some hundreds of people he's worked with are just like keeping silent like this it's just like human beings don't work like that like i i forgot to send an email today at work that i was supposed to you know like i Right. The human the human error aspect is something I I can't get on board with with conspiracy theories. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, when it takes the conspiracy part, if that conspiracy involves more than just like a handful of people, yeah, you're right. There's a real problem. It's been my uh, experience that all these big companies that look like from the outside, like they're, they, they have all their, you know, they got it all together and they're really good at what they do. They, they really don't. And every once in a while, it's like you pull back the veneer, like the, the Equifax company that like got hacked. Oh yeah. It's like this humongous multi-million, I don't know, billion dollar company. And look how messed up they are. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, 
you can pay people with money, incentivize them, and be huge and have lobbyists and all this stuff, and you can still just mess up incredibly bad and ruin everything and just try and solve it and then break it again and just be absolutely absurd. Like, if they can't even portray a shred of, I don't know, uh, 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 accuracy, how does a conspiracy about Andrew W.K. do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's craziness. So thank you, thank you for uh, thank you for entertaining me. I'm going to leave it at that kind of a little cliffhanger for the next episode. Um, so listen to the to episode four where we'll, we'll dive a little bit deeper into that. So really, switching gears though, um, part we talked a lot about uh, the depth of the party in the first mm-hmm. episode, and uh, I it was kind of funny because I wanted to. Uh, kind of um flesh that out a little bit more and talk about party Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and what i mean by that let me let me read the i'm going to tell you the origin of the word party okay yeah okay so um it's latin Mm. and it originates um with the word called partiri which means to divide into parts and then the, <laughs> it all makes sense. It all makes sense now. <laughs> and then that e- that evolved into the old French, which is parti with an ie. And then that evolved into the Middle English of party. Um, so a party is when a group of when something is divided into parts. You know, there's different pieces, and so that makes up the individuals at a party. And so um, that's why a party is called a party is because there's individuals there, um, pieces of people. Ooh, pieces of people. That sounds spooky for Halloween. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got, Zach. Party. That, that's that's the root of uh, the origin. Yeah, I um, I think that the topic of like defining the word party, just unpacking language is fascinating to me mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of parts to uh words and the way words change us and what words mean or don't mean and and, and i think a good reason for bringing this up is because it's my personal belief much of andrew wk's mission is to redefine what party is i think that in many of his lyrics all over the place he he's talking about a party that has nothing to do with a location an event uh, a, a somewhere you're getting invited to. Um, and so this idea of like, what does party mean uh, is really central to Andrew WK's mission. And uh, have you ever, um, there's quite a few blog posts about this or articles online about words that exist in different languages that have no translation in English. Have you ever heard of that before? Um, well, I guess I'm familiar I mean, you know another language, um, and I've sort of, I'm not even fluent, close to being fluent, but I am familiar, I guess, with semantics, right? Like the meaning of word, like uh, the different meanings words can have. Right. But, uh, yeah. The yeah. study of semantics, the study of words, yes. Sure. And, and uh, the, there's like all these articles online. All you got to do is Google like um, words that don't exist in English or something. And there's all kinds of really fun words in different languages don't have a, a perfect translation. For example, in Spanish, 
there's a word sobre mesa, which means sobre mesa. Yeah. Uh, so like mesa's table and sobre is like over over table. So anyways, okay. you use it in this context of it's the scenario where you're done eating dinner, all the food is gone, but the conversation is still going. Ah, so it's okay. like we don't have a single word to say. Oh yeah, we were at you know where we say like at sobre mesa we started t- talking about this or we got to sobre mesa and, 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 uh, that's when he brought up this, you know what I mean? So could you, okay. Tell me if this works with that. Um, so sometimes like, like when, when you're playing a card game or a board game and you're, you're playing the game and then the game kind of stops because someone has like a funny story to tell. And it, you know, there's like this half hour long pause in the game that you're playing. Is that sobre mesa or is it strictly when you're eating food? No, strictly when you're eating food. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that specific. Okay. Interesting. So, here's another one. There's a uh, this word is in German. I'm going to butcher its pronunciation. Fernwe, F E R N W E H. Anyways, it's the definition of is that feeling you get of homesickness for a place you've never been to. Hmm. So that's kind of like hard to think about what that means, but like homesickness for a place you've never been to, it kind of loosely translates to what we might say wanderlust in English, but it's this idea of like, like feeling like you should wish, wish you should be somewhere else or be in a different place and really want to be there, although you've never been there before. And so you really have no good reason to really long to be in this place. Interesting. Okay. And so, uh, and there's also these scenarios where in English, there's just like no word for a thing. So, you know, you ask, it, 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 it makes you think like if the word, if their word doesn't exist, um, does it, does it exist in your mind? Like does the, does language shape our thoughts and what we think? Because for example, what do you call parents of a child that's died? If a child's parents died, they're called an orphan. But what, if, mm-hmm. what about parents whose child has died? They don't have a name. Right, okay. So like, like reverse orphans or like the parents of a child who has died. If there was a word for that, then like when you're talking, you're walking up to a friend's house like, oh yeah, by the way, this couple, they're reverse orphans. So don't Did, bring up anything about kids. You know, but we don't there... have the word for that. So it's almost as if, this whole group of people that don't have a name could potentially be invisible. Is there other languages that have that or just English that doesn't have it? I know. I'm sure that exists. That's just like one example in English, but I'm sure there's all kinds of many languages that have a word, like a situation that doesn't have a word for it. Huh. Okay. okay. So, okay. So, so follow me along too. Still getting through this idea of, of what, the definition of party is. And uh, the next thing I think is really interesting about words is when a word can be weaponized. And I think the thing that's most um, current is this fake news. Like that is this thing that's been used, you know, not to get into politics, I'm, you know, whether you, you're Republican or Democrat, but just this concept of fake news is like, uh, just saying that has turned into like, oh, you're fake news or that's fake news. And like we, we somehow, this concept of 
of something not being correct or being slightly incorrect or being absolutely wrong or it being, uh, you know, having an agenda is all wrapped up in this one thing called fake news. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah. it can, it's like, it has all of this meaning that is mostly incorrect. yet can be used to just like bully or to just like bring a conversation to an end or to shut down dialogue, you know? Right, right. You you say that you say, oh, this person's just just uh, regurgitating fake news, and and your brain shot shuts off to whatever they're saying because right. you've just yeah. labeled it as fake news, and so yeah. you don't listen anymore. Right. That word words fake news has been weaponized to just like shoot out there and just like, all right, well, that's I guess that's fake news, you know, just shutting it down. Um, mm-hmm. And that just goes to this idea of like how powerful, and I think Andrew's right, like defining the word p- party is an is an interesting thing to do and, and, and a cool mission because words can just carry with them so much meaning. And I think of like like of all the different kinds of parties, like when I when you say pool party, to me that's just like carries with it such emotion of like beautiful sunny day, hot weather. Good times. Yeah. Friends, snacks. It's like pool party. Like you can just it just it just makes your mind feel good, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyways, at the end of this, I just think uh, Andrew's mission of redefining what party means is pretty cool, and it's my opinion about what does party mean to me, and that is like the party is more like a virtue, you know? It's like something that one can seek to try and increase in themselves. It doesn't cost money or exist at some location that you need to be invited to, but the party is like in you it needs to be developed and nurtured and practiced so that uh in the end you know party isn't just like a do like i'm gonna go do a party go to this thing or participate in party but in fact you can be the party or even better become the party as this like ultimate goal wow i like that um you've re you've redefined it for yourself into uh a more um tangible thing that you can you can work on yourself right and i i think andrew wk does this, is is on the same trajectory in terms of you know long live the party you can't kill the party um and, and all the other kinds of of meanings that he's trying to build into party is that it's it's something that we can all aspire to and be a part of and live up to as opposed to you know Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention too is like, I think we kind of talked about this before about talking about how words can be appropriated by other organizations, kind of like fake news has just kind of been this thing that's been weaponized. But I think like a lot of times people think about party and they immediately, their minds go to alcohol. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with alcohol, but... Yeah, or drugs. I, sure. I just feel like, the the beer and alcohol multi-billion dollar companies have spent so much money in advertising and and trying to appropriate the word party to its own definition and um i think we should think about how to take that back and redefine it in the way that andrew wk is defining it and make party something for us instead of party being something we have to pay for um, or we need something, need some kind of substance to achieve, you know? Right. 
so okay, I, I think this is a this is a cool topic because sometimes I've had it um, in my dialogue with other people, even my my spouse, a coworker, whoever. Um, like you'll be discussing something, and you both think you're talking about the same thing, but because of the meanings of words, right? Like um, one word to me may mean something slightly different to someone else. It gives them a different vibe. It gives them, when you say pool party, you know, maybe someone was like, uh, maybe there's some horrific accident at a pool party. And so <laughs> yeah. like, you know, someone imagine drowning, you know, someone drowning in a pool, you know, that's not very, that doesn't seem very awesome anymore. Um, so, um, it's interesting because I've had like disagreements with people come to find out like, Oh, well, that's not what I meant. And really, when you really get into it, um, you kind of come full circle and you, you come to an agreement and say, okay, that's what you meant. This is what I meant. And it's all because of like these misunderstandings of these, a lot. I shouldn't say all because, but a lot of times it's because there's these var- variances in a word meaning. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, we're, we're actually on the same page, even though, um, you know, party to you is something a different party to me yeah and i think that that's one of the real hurdles of being an andrew wk fan is like if you wore an andrew wk shirt to the office there might be some people at work who do know maybe vaguely who andrew wk is and they'll be like oh wow i didn't know he was a binge drinker <laughs> right right and it's like no or like you know you talk to your coworkers. After going to see, it's like, oh yeah, I went inside Andrew WK, and they're like, you like Andrew WK? I thought you had like kids, and I thought you were like a family man or something. Right, right. And it's like, this it's that same problem. It's like, well, no, we're redefining party here, and and it's for everyone, and it's not, it's not about drunkenness, or or you exclusively know. drunkenness. Right, exclusively, right. Uh, you know, or or some kind of like subscription to party animal antics or something um it's more like i think andrew has said before it's more like a celebration right isn't this is like a celebration of life or something yeah that sounds right yeah <sighs> wow that was uh well said i um yeah it's an interesting topic to 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 dive into because <sighs> i like well i should just uh i should just point out that i I don't do those things, right? Which is um, which is kind of strange. Like I, I, I guess like in the punk world, one might label me as like a um, straight edge, right? Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, up until a certain point, Andrew WK, he never like said he was straight edge because um, I don't think he. That was more like a punk thing, and Andrew WK never really fit into a genre. He wasn't metal. He wasn't punk. He was just like his own thing, even though he he was being marketed as those things at effort at different times. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he very much like he didn't there. The, he had a lot of criticism in like 2001, 2002, 2003, like when he was first starting out, because he would go out and warp tour with these bands, and uh, the bands would be like. Oh, Andrew WK doesn't, he's like, oh, he's all party, but he didn't even party with us. Like, he's lame, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, Andrew himself was uh, 
for lack of a better term, straight edge for a period of time. And then, um, you know, years went on and then he's, he's opened and he's done interviews and said that, yeah, he does these things now and he's tried things. So, uh, it's just funny how the king of partying started out, um, on this traje- trajectory by doing the exact opposite of what most people assume is done at a party. Yeah, that is cool. And I think it might be worth talking about in another episode of um, what, uh, how, do you, how do you react or um, how are you able to party in, with the attitude of partying without needing any substances at all? Like, how did, how did Andy W.K. look like the king of partying what potentially from the outside might think, wow, that guy must be really wasted right now or really high to be able to do what he's doing. How did he get to that mindset without any kind of chemical influence? <laughs> and is that something we should like take notes from and think about, you know, is, is it possible to enjoy yourself to the degree that Andrew WK is enjoying himself? or be able to be with all the other people who are drinking and not drink and be just as high on life or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's got this, uh, concoction of, it's not like a, uh, uh, it's his, his own, um, drink of life. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's like, how do we, we, we need to find ways to tap into that because, you know, there, sometimes chemicals or substances, just, you just can't scale. It just doesn't scale to the level of day-in, day-out party that one might aspire to. Right. And, you know, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no downside to this party, right? There's no hangover, right? There's no recovery. Mm-hmm party you can you can do this level of parting all the time right (laughs) that's right (laughs) and this is starting to sound like we're getting to be very preachy here about alcohol or drinking is bad and that's not what we're trying to say right not at all people we're just we're just contract we're just we're pointing out the contrast that's right i mean drinking is is great you know more power to you who you know Anybody, everybody, let's all drink, let's not drink. The point is that the definition of party can can supersede or, or be outside of the stereotype of drunkenness or, or any kind of narcotics or substances of any kind. For sure. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Zach. Yeah, this was a great episode, Rich. Hey, man, I, uh, I look forward to it every week, and I hope people look forward to listening to it. Me too. Uh, well, thanks. We'll talk to you next time. All right. Have a good one, Zach. You too. Bye.